my country. Long live Pakistan! Long live Pakistan! You see, what? My plan is that I will be pilot and I will help everyone. Yeah, he's a pilot. Great! What did we think of this movie? I'm giving this movie a B-. What? Odin reminds me of a Haitian father. <laughs> this is... It feels like the comic brought to live screen. <laughs> Who's gonna stop you? It's Odin. <laughs> this is. If this is the story they are going for, can we buy a cheap table so I can flip it? <laughs> <laughs> we Hi, everybody. We got a curfew. By nine o'clock, you're Odin's. Dang, can you edit that out? And now. This is. Marvelous Friends. Marvelous Friends. Welcome to the Marvelous Friends podcast. You are now listening to Marvelous Friends. Yo, yo, you ready? Do yeah, we don't have the music. Yep. I know, I keep forgetting to upload it to this thing. <clears throat> Gotta bring that energy. <laughs> Alright, so listen up. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> hey, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Renaldi>. <laughs> I always do that whenever. What I do? You did that with me, you did that with the Lees, you did that with Fergie. Right when we're about to start, what? You, like, you belt something out and completely ruin the groove. Oh my gosh. I, I didn't know. I could, I, I'm sorry. It just, it just happened. It's I'm sorry. Good. Keep it's you on good. your toes. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to the Marvelous Friends podcast. Don't change that episode. Yes, it's a girl's voice, but we are still the Marvelous Friends. <laughs> Welcome. We are four friends with one mission to break down all things MCU. And today we're talking about the season finale of Miss Marvel. And we answer the question, what would you do for Pakistan? And I brought a few of my friends with me. <laughs> what? Who are you? Introduce yourselves. <laughs> my name is Mr. Emperor because my name means emperor. Oh wow. Well, I don't have But my friends like call that. me Rinaldi. <laughs> oh wow. All right. Well, yeah, I'm not even going to bother no AKAs today. It's just Elise cuz yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. And my name is Rob, <laughs> aka the the board audience member, because that's my name, the board audience member, as I watch the show. So in this show that Rob said he's bored by, we follow Kamala Khan from Jersey City, New Jersey, a diehard fan of all things superhero related, which is basically the Avengers. Man, she should really listen to our podcast. Um, in any case, she doesn't listen to our podcast, but she does blog about these superheroes on the Internet. And in the course of her daily routine of dealing with high school life she 
finds a bangle in her grandmother's possessions that her mother tells her not to wear, but she wears it. And a lot of crazy, interesting things happen with this bangle. And they give her some weird and interesting abilities and allow her to learn more about her family history. However, someone from her great-grandmother's past seeks the bangle and is possibly willing to harm Kamala to do it. Will Kamala be able to overcome this person from her great-grandmother's past and understand not only her family legacy, but the powers that she possesses while wearing this bangle? That is what we find out. Grip, thank you. So, (laughs) Rob, Elise, what do the people have to say about this? All right. Okay, so on the interwebs, um, I found on IMDb, I'm not, I don't even know if I can pronounce it, True True Roses? I think that's the name of the person that wrote this review, and it says, Clumsy direction, waste of time. This show promised much, but became unbearable to watch. Direction is all over the place. It's probably intended for kids. Couldn't even finish the entire series. Stopped halfway through episode four. Better read up on some comics or animated series about Miss Marvel if you intend on really getting to know the character. Extremely disappointed. And that is a two out of ten star review. Wow. I like how they said probably for kids. Jerry is still not out, apparently. Hmm. Rob, what did you find? (laughs) So on Google Reviews... Um, the Gladfly Gang. I hope I'm saying no. The Gadfly Gang. Whoever you are, I I apologize. Um, they wrote a review on Google and they wrote a couple of things. I'm just going to read the first paragraph. Um, starting off with, I don't know this character at all, and honestly, I feel super superhero fatigue in general with every other show or movie. And closing with this, definitely was not made for me. So I tried to step back and judge it as if I was a 30, wait, as if I wasn't a 30 year old masculine bearded Scandinavian man and just someone else. (laughs) I will say there is a certain charm here. The main character herself is quite annoying. (laughs) Very, very, in fact, as the kids would say, cringe and try hard. But in other scenes, there was oh, okay. a cute chemistry with all the all the characters together, and the actress does a good job of being awkward, but not awful. Uh, that's the first paragraph of his four looks like four or five paragraph uh, review, and he rated this two out of five stars. Wow! So like you doxed yourself, but thank yeah. you for sharing. All right, everybody, what we've been waiting for, we made it. Six episodes deep. We spent most of our summer with this show. Gosh. Now it's the time. Now it's the segment. Let's talk about letter grades. What are we grading this? Can I just... I'm going to go first. Oh, you want to go first? Oh, no, uh, go ahead, Rob. No, no, no. Ooh. You're good. No, 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 no. You're good. You're good. You're good. Let's go. No, bring go for it. Got that. Go. I need, I need Renali. Rin- oh, I need and... I need your energy. I have yo this this last episode. I'm just gonna go around and say it, it was terrible, but it was entertainingly bad. Like every scene was so poorly written. I laughed. Like it was, 
it was much better than episode five. Episode five was just boring. This was just like, yo, this was bad in a funny way. So thank you for that. Uh, Marvel Disney. Uh, so the grade I have is, oh, I have a question, right? You don't have to answer it now, Rob, but remember when we were talking about Jessica Jones <laughs> and you got up on the soapbox and you were like, yo, great TV is investing in the main character, even if you don't what? Uh, yeah. No, I said, uh, no, even I if you, even if you don't directly relate to them, and you brought up Breaking Bad, you're like, I'm not a 50 year old white dude trying to sell drugs to help my family, but I'm invested. So here's my question, and this is gonna tie into my grade, right? Why am I giving this show a D? Mm. If I genuinely like the main character, I don't think for me, she's the issue. Like she's a gen to me, me personally, maybe you three hate her. <laughs> I genuinely like Kamala Khan. I genuinely do. I, I like her a lot. I want to see her in these bigger Marvel films, but her story has way too many problems and it's not interesting and in this final episode, it was so bad, I laughed <laughs> at how bad it was. So that's why I'm giving it a D. But I don't understand. Help me out. Because I thought great TV <laughs> was about the conflict that the main character has to deal with. I think and after we had this dumb old... After this dumb old villain was like, oh, no, I realized the error in my ways. In 30 seconds, we have no conflict. <laughs> Therefore... This show is a D, as in dog. But that's just my take. Maybe right. you guys have a different take. I was just, I was just wondering. That was all. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. I can't wait to talk about that specifically. But Rob, what are your thoughts? Um. So I also can't wait to talk about that specifically, Rinaldi. I don't know if you realize, but you did answer your own question. Um. But okay. For the show, <laughs> final episode, season finale. Um, I'll just start off by saying to Rinaldi's point, and I'm sure a lot of us feel this way, uh, Kamala, the actress, for her first role, she does good. She she plays mm -hmm. the role well, and whoever she is is written out to be, she she plays it. And I'm fully convinced that she's an awkward teenager who loves superheroes, right? I'm convinced. I agree with you, Rinaldi. She's not the issue of the show at all. Um, the motivations are poorly thought out and written out. There's barely any motivation. <laughs> There's no conflict, no tension, no nothing. Um, and towards the end, when you start tying the bow on things, there's too many conveniences that happen. And everybody just starts to accept everything because they happen to live in a world full of superheroes and their daughter just happens to be one. Um, and then a, a couple of other things that happen. There's a post credit thing that also really made me upset. Um, <laughs> gonna, oh, man. We're, that we're was gonna, so bad. But, but yeah, right, but, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. But that's well said. Yeah. All that to say, <laughs> D. I give this a D. All right. Hey, we agree. Yes, Unlike we the agree. Thor Love and Thunder review. All right. <laughs> e Dog, what do you have to say about this? What is your letter grade? All right. Okay. So I 
Mm, dang. So <laughs> as I was hearing y'all talk, you know, I was trying to figure out because I'm in the D range and I couldn't figure out, okay, which, where, where are we at on the, on the D, you know what I mean? We're, we're, we're taking the green line. We're on the D line. <laughs> where, where are we going? The D and so I'm going to have to be the more ruthless one out of your grades. And I'm putting this at a D minus. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just, because I gave it more thought. At first I was like, oh, let me give it grace, you know, D plus maybe. But then I was really thinking through, I'm just like, what really was engaging about the show? Like, what did I watch? I didn't like, the villains just weren't, I, I don't know. It just kind of like fell apart by by like episode five, like <laughs> seeing the clandestines get like. But Elise, so- damage control, damage control was a big villain. I'll get the oh <laughs> whatever, like that. The, oh, and that right there, that was some Teen Nick stuff I saw in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it just like I don't know. It just really. I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't foresee that I would pick this up again on like my free time like you know if if i if i have nothing to do and i'm on disney plus i might watch moon knight again i might watch wandavision again but this oh no i'm not i'll go one further and say i'll watch loki before i watch this anything but this one i'm sorry (laughs) and that's so and that's so unfortunate because like again it's not it's not iman valani's fault she was great but this just like kind of what my reviewer was saying, like there's not really direction like there is, but then it's like, so I don't know. There's just no good follow through. So it's just like, you thought the clandestines were going to be a threat, but then they weren't. And you're just like, why y'all want to go home so bad? And then <laughs> they couldn't even go home. Cause they got salted and then damage control. That's the big bad of your show? <laughs> Get the heck out of here. Like, I would have rather it had been like Comron. No. But whatever. Anyways, that's, I'm going to leave it there. We'll talk more. But Amazing. D minus. I love how we are all very passionate about this. I, I think I'm a little bit more optimistic than you guys. When I saw the trailer for this show, my expectations were basement level. And so when I went in, I knew it was going to be corny. I knew Mm. it was going to be some teeny type show, although I don't hate those type of shows. And so because I genuinely enjoyed Kamala, her story, the weaving of the cultures, the boring history lessons, you know, as some episodes, I'm going to give it a C minus just for that. The action was trash. The big bads, the villains, absolutely trash. There wasn't much that could save this. It still doesn't feel like an MCU project to me. And so for that reason, it's getting that great. Mm. But I know we have... I have a question, but I'll wait. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to say, we have a lot to get into. So let's just kind of dive right in. Because now we're back in Jersey. And we see Bruno and Kamran being BFFs and running through the streets, um, (laughs) searching for shelter, trying to hide from the Department of Damage Control. And I think we can start right there because a lot can be said about these two, but more specifically, Damage Control. 
What's our thoughts on kind of just this opening sequence right here? I was just confused as to so why they were like out in the open, limping and hobbling out, and everybody <laughs> just carrying on with their day, not caring about these two people who are just like hurt, right? I don't know. I just thought I, I remember watching that scene before they entered into the uh, was it the mosque? Um, they entered in somewhere, and mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird, just the way that scene was, where everybody was just carrying on with their day, and they're like, oh, the ch- the train. That's right, the train. The train, the train. That's what it was. Yeah, it it just felt like it was off. Like, they were just out in public, hurt and hobbling around. It's almost as if the people who were just, like, going about their day see this stuff all the time. It's Jersey. I guess. You know what? You know what? They've probably seen it later. You're right. (laughs) Okay, but my whole thing is... I don't know. My whole thing is... How are you called damage control, but you blowing up buildings? (laughs) What there what's going Yo, on? For real though, they cause the real. most damage for sure. They're the ones who control the damage. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I guess I didn't there. see it that way. <laughs> I just, to me, I'm going to save my question because I don't want to derail the conversation. But to me, they felt more like because I know in the comic books, uh, Norman Osborn he replaces Shield with an organization called Hammer. And it's like this government organization that's not as quote unquote friendly as Shield. The They're Hammer. more, yeah. <laughs> you have to say it like that. <laughs> the Hammer. You have to say it. Like They're <laughs> the Hammer. That there it is. The Hammer. <laughs> They're more. They're more. Uh... <laughs> They're more nefarious. Oh They're they're more nefarious. So it makes sense when they do stuff like this. But I thought damage control was about hey. We don't want superheroes causing all this chaos, and then they're just causing chaos. So it's just like, well, why did they, why did they use damage control? Yeah. Why not create a new organization to play this role? Well, I'll also say that in this show, to you know, devil's advocate, damage control, whoever, her, whatever her name is, she was specifically not listening to her boss's agent Beaver. Yeah, yeah, she was specifically act like going rogue because she has some like weird insecurity about superheroes, but he was like, no, you need to back off. And she just would not listen to him. So I think that also. But what, what was weird, what was weird about that? And what's made me laugh is he was harassing Spider-Man and no way home. And I read that in the deleted scenes for that movie, Matt Murdock was going to bring that up in court. Right. But But those scenes got deleted building. And chasing him down after he leaves. Like, he's not, like, he's trying That's to go why about he's it. caught up in litigation. Yeah. He, he's not going about it uh, off outside of the paperwork, I think. I, yeah, I guess. I just, she, I mean, she's going outside of paperwork. She's just like, we all down to all whatever heroes. Yeah. And- I, I, yeah. I think, I mean, in short, damage control is trash. They're not written right. well, but I get your, I get your point. I definitely get your point, but it's not written well. Does yeah. anyone have a guess as to Agent Deaver's background? Maybe someone that she loved was snapped or Hawkeye killed her loved one? Anyone want to Honest, But uh, Hawkeye killed criminals. She He killed <laughs> criminal people. He didn't kill random people. So if she killed, if Hawkeye killed her husband or her, her wife or whatever, Oh, well, like she shouldn't have broke the law or he shouldn't have broke the law. And then the snap, I mean, I guess. But what is why are you attacking a bunch of kids? 
it would make more sense Mm -mm. if it was a grown if it was moon knight it would make sense right if you blew up buildings to get moon knight okay cool but this is a kid like what's (laughs) up well if you're gonna blow up buildings to catch anybody don't call yourself damage control (laughs) (laughs) that's what i'm saying like you gotta find a a different lane for your your career for like what you want to call yourself It's, it's a whole you have a whole branding issue right there she kept saying. She kept saying. She, oh, sorry. I was, oh, sorry. It's all right. That's all you, Elise. Yeah. Oh, me. Yeah, oh, yeah, my bad. I didn't say? know. <laughs> uh. Oh no. Yeah. To your point, like so, like I said on the previous episode. This was for eight-year-olds who weren't supposed to question anything. She don't got a motivation. They didn't write that in. And if we keep complaining about it, then Kevin Feige's gonna make something up <laughs> in the press like later. <laughs> but but at least, but at least, man, like you have you get, like okay. First, I want to say this about damage control, right? She kept saying that damage control agent kept saying, "Oh, well, these kids with superpowers are gonna cause damage because they can't control their powers, and she's causing damage. So that's stupid." Uh, number two, in response to what you said, at least. Like, we have, like, a series of unfortunate events. You ever seen that show? It's on Netflix. That's a kid show. No, I actually haven't, I haven't it's watched a, it, no. It's, it's based on books. Yeah. yeah. I remember the Lemony Snickets. Lemony yeah, it's, yeah, that's better written than this, and that's for kids. So it's like, that's not even a real excuse anymore. That's an excellent point, and those books are very dark mm-hmm. as well. Like, three kids that's that lose their true. parents tragically. There's no excuse. This camera is crisp. 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 Crispy. Crisp. 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 Peas. Your peas are popping. (laughs) (laughs) What? What was that? That's how I I test mics at work. Oh, he's back. He's back with the vengeance. He's back. You can finish Yeah, you want to finish your thought, Ronaldo? Finish your thought on damage control, agent, uh, diver, motives. Oh yeah, yeah. They were poor. They were poorly written. Like, like I've seen kid shows or kid movies just better written than this, mm. and they're intended for kids. And mm-hmm. I, I'm just wondering why Kevin Feige did not. Just come out, get the cat out of the bag and say, hey, guys, this is for kids. This is for families. Um, you know, you can you, you can binge it be- right before the Marvels comes out because she's going to be in the Marvels because Marvel fans typically will program themselves to just watch this all at once because they know she's going to be in the Marvels. And, he, and even though Brie Larson's the main character of this movie, that's probably not going to be good. Still so- got Monica. Mm-hmm. Still got Monica. So you could use Monica to convince people, hey, give us a chance. And and then you have the actress for uh Imani Villani. Mm-hmm. Iman Villani. Yeah. She mm-hmm. she seems very charismatic. So you do that 
And then when that movie comes out, your streams for Miss Marvel will go up just because Marvel fans will watch something because they know it's going to be in the movie. Mm -hmm. That's just how they're programmed. And just market this for kids. I don't know why they try to market it like it's Moon Knight or WandaVision. I don't get it. Or even Hawkeye. Mm. I don't know. I don't get it. And I think they marketed it as if it's for adults. Exactly. And I think that's what our biggest issue is. Like if they could have just been up front and say, okay, this is for like a younger crowd, then we could have like reasonable expectations, especially since we have just come off of Moon Knight, which was a little bit adult and dark. Um, so maybe mm. they need, need to label their shows a little bit better um, just so we can know what we're getting ourselves into for like a month. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Something I noticed. You you see how like when you watch when you rev up this episode, they said like, oh, this uh what is it? This uh may not be suitable for all audiences. And I'm just like, what happened that it wouldn't be suitable for? Who are you talking about? Like there's nothing crazy that wouldn't be suitable for me. Like yeah, they were giving one of those like viewer discretion is advice mm-hmm. type of yeah. messages, and I'm just like, what for? Mm-hmm. What was in here? I think it was. I think it was the lights, maybe because oh. I know some people. But, get but normally, normally though, if it's for lights like epilepsy, they would say specifically that this contains uh, epileptic yeah. light. They they say yeah. that specifically. My first thought when I saw that warning was maybe it has something to do with just the religious aspect of it with a muslim girl or the fact that they're talking about culture Mm. instead of like getting sued by whatever groups or whatever outrage there might be they're like oh this is just a warning we stated it stated at the beginning so Hmm. don't get mad but that but that has been that kind of uh that piece or element has been kind of there since the beginning like this is a Muslim Pakistani family. Mm-hmm. So, and then you've got um, you've got some uh, some scenes when when Nakia is trying to become like um, was it like the president of whatever that uh, mm-hmm. committee was at the mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah. I. I, I'm confused. Maybe I don't it get it. Just for damage control. I mean, they're trying to kill kids. So wait, maybe it was because. Oh, mm-hmm. maybe it was because of that. You had damage control mm-hmm. trying to kill kids, and may and Kamran was trying to kill damage control. So maybe it was like, hey, like we're gonna depict someone trying to kill law enforcement. So don't get triggered. I don't know. Oh, I wow. We've that come to a point sense. where we need to have messages for that because people can't. <laughs> Distinguish. We're in a very reality. toxic. We're in a very toxic political landscape. Guys, I mean, kids so. aren't safe I've, at school, so maybe it was something to do along true. those lines. As oh, well. yeah. yeah. Wow. See, I didn't even. Think, oh, they I were mean, shooting. They were shooting the guns at the school. The school. Yeah, right. Oh, yep. now that makes it. Wow. See, I. Because look, look at what we look at what we could do as a group. Like we could just like come together and just figure it out. Rather than telling us what it is, and I didn't even pick up on that. I, be, I bet you Brie Larson came up with that. Uh, <laughs> I, I bet you Brie Larson came up with that. I oh bet you. my goodness, Brie Larson! I bet you all my life she comes up with that's such that's a thing. That's a thing <laughs> because she would think about these things. Is what I'm saying. She would think, oh, what real life issue would relate to these scenes? Oh, therefore we need to put up a like only she would think of that. 
<laughs> if you're a first time listener, who else in the MCU? President, who else in the MC would think of that? Fan club, just so you guys know. No, she's destroying phase four. That's what she's doing. <laughs> she's she's the dark hole. Oh my gosh. Yikes. That's what she's doing. Well, let's keep this conversation moving. We can't linger too long on Brie Larson, unfortunately. Um, and so we <laughs> talked about like the school and um you know, that's being the first place that they all run to or kind of congregate to come up with this plan. And we get Kamala with Kamran and Bruno and then Zoe randomly shows up and Nakia and there's this kind of montage scene with them saying, we're going to do this and we're going to do that and we're going to attack. And then Zoe gets on her TikTok live and rallies the community. What are our thoughts behind all of this? Okay. While the damage control so there's, is gearing up. So there's one joke in that whole thing that was actually funny, like like legitimately funny, not funny because it was a bad joke. <laughs> it was when Amir pops up at the very end and Kamala's like, Amir, what are you doing here? And he's like, uh, I went to school here too. Like that was actually kind of funny. <laughs> But that was about it. Hmm. Everything else in that scene was not good, funny. I felt like it was Marvel reaching to be relevant um, mm. with like today's whatever. And I guess you kind of have to kind of insert that stuff in the show. But I also felt like that those scenes and then the scenes leading up or after that, rather, um, when the police enter the school and they're chasing after the kids and the kids are setting up obstacles. I, I felt like I was watching Home Alone. Yes. Yeah. Like high yep. key. This was high key home alone. Home alone hijinks. Yeah, except this time except this time the older brother is actually like helpful instead of a bully. Right. That's like the only difference. Right. It's just these, these like makeshift DIY obstacle mm-hmm. course. And like the only thing they were missing is banana peels. Like that's the only thing they were missing. <laughs> that's how I felt watching this. I'm like, okay, yeah. where's the where's Mario Kart and the, the mushroom shell, mm-hmm. whatever, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Aren't aren't these weren't weren't these agents like intimidating like Spider Man and No Way Home? Now they're just mm. like home alone villains. Yeah. They had a they had a briefing that morning and said, "All right, guys, we're on Disney Plus today. Don't don't be as, don't be as aggressive as you were when you were chasing Spider Man. This is just Disney Plus, and Plus. people are just streaming. Oh so relax. Goodness. Yeah, man, that right there was like I'm looking at everything. I'm like, yo, this is some Teen Nick Disney Channel. Oh my gosh." Like, come on, really? Wait, so, like, so, <laughs> oh, the outsmarting of grown people really? with guns, yeah, with weapons. Y'all were tre- y'all are, yo. They are rolled in guns. like military. That's what they're, I'm saying. They're, they're federal agents. They're federal agents. Thank like, federal you. agents. I can, I can get around the idea of the supers, like, uh, like Kamala and and Cameron. I can get, mm-hmm. I can get behind them overpowering law enforcement. I can get behind that. But all these other kids and these adults with no sort of training mm-hmm. in in law enforcement, in battle or war, whatever, they're outsmarting the police. Like, I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Maybe this is the first show where I'm actually oh, and I shouldn't, but I'm having a hard time making... I, I don't know. This isn't believable. 
I don't believe it. Well, I'm not watching also, Home Alone. This isn't a Christmas show. Not only are they outsmarting this government agency, they're just running away from them. They're not like really attacking. There was the baseballs. There's whatever Kamala does with her. Like there was no plan. Field. It was just like, all right, run. When they're coming after you, run the other way. Exactly. Be a distraction. Yeah. You know. You know what's funny about that? You know what's funny about that? So remember in the second episode where she had this big plan to go to AvengerCon and she drew on the board and mm-hmm. and it didn't work? I was laughing because it's like the writer's like, but this time it's going to work because she's got a family to help her. And she's not just doing it with Bruno. Yeah. And I was laughing because... They think they're going to trick me into doing I can picture an eight-year-old being like, wait a minute, it's going to work now. Yay! Like, they drew on the board before and it didn't work. But then she drew on the board now and it worked because they're a team. The power of love and friendship is strong, y'all. Too strong. I will say the one thing that I... I don't know if you guys noticed it. Um... The whole the whole sequence is like stupid and garbage. But uh, yeah, weapons. I want to talk about their weapons. Did you guys notice mm-hmm. their weapons? Um, mm-hmm. It's the they're the sonic weapons. They're sonic weapons. Yeah. But but specifically, if you listen to it, it's the arc reactor sound. Oh. Yeah. It's specifically made because they confiscated Tony's stuff. They oh, confiscated okay. all of Stark's. Yeah. They confiscated all of Tony Stark's mm-hmm. equipment in No Way Home. Yep. Okay, so now that makes like... me sorry. I didn't mean no, to cut ahead. you off. My no, bad. Good. So now that makes me feel even like more like I'm shaking my head because wow, now we got Stark Tech that couldn't body some kids. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> Tony, wow. What's going on? Yeah. And get this. Get this. Another thing. I Tony know, I did not this die is. for this. <laughs> just like Fergie said. Part two. Part two. Um, but also, too, uh, something I noticed. Yeah. I don't know if this is actually what they're doing, but I know, like, I got shocker vibes anytime they used those weapons. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, like that yeah. ring. It's shockers. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It, it felt like lead up to because he had the um the gauntlet. Yeah, he, no, he had thing. the gauntlet in Homecoming. Right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I I immediately thought of shocker when they were using that. Mm. But it's it's like yeah, uh, those it, are the things that I liked about it, and it has nothing to do with the actual show. It's just Easter eggs. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Easter eggs only work if the story... Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, go ahead, Elise. No, I was going to basically say what you're saying. Like, honestly, these Easter eggs don't... They are not. They don't hit if you've got busted writing like this. <laughs> like, no. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's so questionable. It makes it makes my confidence very shaky with MCU, especially Disney Plus content. Um, and there were certain moments too when they were all kind of running around the high school that it reminded me of that episode of Community when I'm pretty sure they were playing the floor is lava. Yeah. Right. Oh like my goodness. Yeah. Throughout the I remember that. School and they're on furniture, and then I got excited, but then I was like, oh wait, no, this is Miss Marvel. This isn't. As clever as something like that, a Dan Harmon project. No. Wait, they don't actually really 
address why she's a huge fan of Captain Marvel, unless I completely missed it. Um, no, I don't know. It doesn't there exist. Are, yeah. The, no, I, 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 I got like, it. It's because, again, she looks cool. And she blew up all those spaceships. It's it's just shallow. It's just shallowness. That's all it is. It's not like Cap. Like Captain America, there was some principle. But it was like he stands up for righteousness. There's a whole. He has character. He yeah. And when yeah. John Walker bloodied the shield, it was like yo. Yeah. Like it was mm-hmm. deeper. I think with her, it's just oh, she looks cool. She <laughs> shoots these bright colors and 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 then. And then Thor was like, I like this one. And yeah, it's so cool. Like, that's all it is. It's just shallow. But I think what is lost what it is. They answered it in the beginning. Well, what's lost on me is that, yes, it's shallow. But like with teenage girls, like you can be kind of obsessive about things and talk a lot about things that you really like. And so that wasn't there for me. Like, um, I'm like kind of a Nicki Minaj fan and I think I quote her at least once or twice a day if you ask Rob so it's like where's that energy for Captain Marvel like she she kind of briefly talked about in the beginning and just never really addresses her again until like this this scene and this episode Mm. yeah and this brings me back to my theory of why we're in this mess (laughs) we're in this mess because Kevin Feige is trying to turn, or Kevin Feige is, has turned TV shows into movies, and movies into TV shows. Like, like he 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 didn't he didn't make this as a TV show because a TV show I think would answer those questions. He made this as a movie, like and just split it. Into yeah, he, parts. because there's yeah because there there's no attention to detail. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just lazy. It's just. I, that's why we're in this mess. I think he he did it before in phase three, but I think because you had more experienced actors that really cared about how we felt about these characters, it didn't. It wasn't as bad. I think now these people are gone. Like Chris Evans is gone, Robert Downey Jr. is gone, Thor is chilling with his family. <laughs> like Bruce Banner is he's just an afterthought at this point. It's like all these people are gone. So now they're like. They're just cutting corners and you don't really have a lot of people. Like the only person that really was like, yo, don't do this. Think of the fans is Tom Holland. So mm. that was, that's really the only person that's like thinking about us mm-hmm. when the, when they make these projects, everybody else is just like, Oh, let's just make it. Let's just kind of slap something together and split into six parts and call it a show <laughs> when it's really a movie that yeah. you're making. Mm. That's fair. It it wouldn't be a great movie, but at least it'd make a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was a scene. I mean, what else can we say about that? We kind of learn the origins of Kamala's name and she gets her kind of Miss Marvel name. And then after this scene, we get a quick one week later and we have Bruno in his <laughs> new car and his new whip um, meeting up with Kamala and he says he has something to tell her um, and he talks about how her brother Amir wanted to go run a DNA test just to see if he was special too and what do we learn about Kamala Q that she Guitarist. has some sort of mutation 
She has a mutant gene. A mutant gene. When I heard that riff, I got goosebumps and my jaw dropped because I wasn't expecting that. But what are you guys thinking and feeling? I think this is what we wanted to talk about. I hated that. I hated that so much. (laughs) I really hate that. Um, Trash. (laughs) So this is what Marvel just established. Okay. Because remember, we just had Doctor Strange, right? Professor X shows up. Remember this. Mm-hmm. Professor X shows up, and yeah. then Reed Richards shows up. But when Reed Richards shows up, he is introduced as Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four. But when Professor X shows up, he's just introduced as Professor Charles Xavier. Not if he's part of a group, not where he's from, none of that. I think Marvel literally just established Kamala Khan as the first mutant and they're trying mm, to bring on the X-Men no. through Kamala. Yep. No. And, no. And you're, oh, Never. And, but, but that this is the internet. I I read up on this before we the internet is going like they don't they do not like that they're doing this. I don't do like not, it either. And and even Kevin Feige came out and addressed this. And says oh, that she that she's going to be introducing the mutants. So, this is what Marvel's doing. And it's okay. like stupid because like isn't it she isn't she an inhuman originally? She's yeah. supposed to be, she's yes. Inhuman. Yeah. She's inhuman, yeah. Yeah. So so I'm yeah, starting to feel like inhuman. that Kevin Foggy really does not like the inhumans. <laughs> mm. So here, but here's, why, here's the thing. Let me let me, Bolt, let me let me let me he was the, the first to die. <laughs> he was the first to die. Oh, dang. <laughs> that was that was just that was that was that was all right, here's the thing. Here's the deal. Because this we're going into TV stuff, you know, because I'm, I'm the TV guy. I watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Kevin Feige keeps pretending it doesn't exist, even though he used the Darkhold. Yep. And he the Darkhold was done better in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. And Humans was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And Humans is better. And the main character of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is Quake. In the comics, she's a mutant. But in Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D., they made her inhuman because Kevin Feige said, no, no mutants. Like, Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. went to Kevin Feige. They said, hey, we want to make Quake a mutant, like in the comics. Kevin Feige's like, nah, I got plans for mutants. So they had to make her an inhuman. And they asked Kevin Feige. And they said, Kevin Feige, do you mind that we made Quake an inhuman? And Kevin Feige was like, I don't care about any of that, bro. I'm working on mutant stuff. Now, all of a sudden, we got this as the mutant thing when it's like why didn't you just i don't know it's just you're basically ripping off ages of shield because you have a young woman (laughs) who's a fan of superheroes that you know gets kind of thrust into this adventure by accident and accidentally gets powers and they're and she's asian and like she has this complicated family history and then, oh, she's the first inhuman. And now they're doing it with Kamala as the first. It's like, bro, you, know you just acknowledge Ace and Shield. Without the bangle, without the bangle, does she actually, like, yes, in her DNA, she mm, might be very unique. Be a mutant. But, but without the bangle, is that any of that even realized? No, No. because even in the comics, people had the X gene but didn't have powers. Like, um, uh, Graydon Creed, Mystique's son that she had with Sabretooth, right, is a mutant, but he has no powers, and so he has a he just has like a self hatred, like Uncle Uncle Ruckus. Yeah, Yeah, he just has the gene. (laughs) Oh, dang! And I guess for some reason wants to kill. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's yeah. basically Uncle Rocket. He has the, the the genetics of a mutant, but he has no powers. So right. pretend to be human. But see, my yeah. thing is, is that so like, how yeah, I don't know. This whole like, thing. I how do you count her as? I don't know. How are well, you a mutant mm-hmm. and you need something to assist you and give you powers? powers. And now, like. I, I can't. Yeah. I, don't know. I, I know that there. Are, I know that there are characters in the comics like this. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but there are characters. I mean, I'm sure there's like some Marvel super ha- fans that don't have lives. Like Professor X does not need email his us chair <laughs> for his powers. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Magneto does not need assistance for his powers. No. Um. P- Pyro. Remember him. Right. He needed the um he a needs, spark. He needs a, a spark. spark. Right. But but without that, he still has the ability to do it. Like okay, it's more of an he, he, he can't. He can't. He can't do it. No, All he, he can do he still is still has the ability to do it. He can generate heat, but he can't shoot it out at people. Right. So I guess what I'm saying That's what is, the spark is for. It's to like thrust far Project away it out. Yeah. right like it, it's almost the same thing as like i yeah. still have the ability to write whether or not i have a pen in my hand i see i got you, you. know what i mean like he still yeah. has that ability but with miss marvel or with kamala i'll just say kamala it's like she needed the bangle for any of this stuff to be, even be realized and all of a sudden like okay without the bangle you put that bangle on somebody else yeah. do they all of a sudden can project purple discs like <laughs> like what's so here, here's the problem here, here's the problem this is why i brought up agents of shield so in agents of shield there's an event where long story short the chemical that creates that activates the inhuman genetics mm-hmm. in the human body it gets leaked into the ocean so if you take mm-hmm. a fish oil pill and you're having human genetics you get powers right right and I'm just wondering why Kevin Feige just didn't just do that. Exactly. Mm. The mist. Like have Bruno give have Bruno give Kamala some different like supplements just to like run tests and then one of them just acts of activates yeah, her powers. Through that, yeah. And it's the fish oil. So, but even then Yeah, it would have made more sense, yeah. you know, because she like <sighs> They should I'm just saying it would make more sense. Thing. Yeah, they just kept yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just keep, just Kevin <laughs> Feige. I know you're jealous that other people have made Marvel television shows better than yours, but sometimes you just gotta use what works. Don't reinvent the wheel, brother. All right. Stop trying to reinvent the television. We have Marvel TV shows that are better I than this. Just use their ideas the way they I did. Don't like where <laughs> we're going as far as Avengers are concerned. Now you're making me less excited for yeah. X Men, and we haven't even gotten any anything like that yet. What are the chances X Men will be but, in a but, Disney Plus series versus a movie as well? Oh no, they can't be. No, 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 no. no they need. No, they need nah, to be, it needs to be strictly nah, got, big screen because nah, yeah. they can't be doing all that. They you can't could, be Disney fying these. You, in a, no, no. In a better universe, <laughs> if Disney Plus was as good as the Marvel TV shows outside of Disney Plus, you could create a movie trilogy mm-hmm. and then use that to give shows to characters like you could do a trilogy of movies and then give wolverine a show the problem is is that disney plus doesn't have their act together 
And I would rather watch a Wolverine show on Hulu. Like, like Hulu got their yeah. act together. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I, oh, I just, man. I just hope they don't give us the Dark Phoenix story again. Ooh. I'm so oh. sick of that. Story. No, no, nah, no, no, no. nah. No. I can't. It's over. No. It's over. Nah. <laughs> Nah, we're not doing that again. I mean, we we got it. Nah, just, just, yeah, just reference it as an Easter egg. Just say, hey, Gene, remember when blah 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 (laughs) happened, and that's it. You don't need to, you don't need to actually show it to us. Just have it already have happened. Tell us in the past, (laughs) and we move on. Yeah, we don't need to see it. We yeah, don't we don't Uncle, need to see it. Just say it happened see Uncle in the past. Ben dying again. We also don't want to see Ooh. Dark Phoenix again. Yeah. Nah. I to answer your question nah. straight up. I really I, I the, the theme was amazing. Yes. I, I love hearing it. It was very it was very refreshing. Yeah. But I hated what they're trying. I really do not like what they're doing. And it's like I, I just think that Kevin you know how like every now and then like Rinaldi, you said that uh uh Zack Snyder just doesn't like Superman. I think Kevin Feige <laughs> just does not care yeah. about comic books and, you know, heroes. No, he and, does. No, he does. He does. He knows more than me. Bro, he, he knows more than me, bro. It doesn't I, matter if he knows more I was than doing you. research on... Yeah, his kids still not like it. No stuff, I guess. But he... But, he, but, but no, but, but think about it. He was fighting with... No, listen. <laughs> he was fighting with Marvel to put... Iron Man in Civil War and was like referencing the I think he likes this stuff. I think he's fell in love with Brie Larson. That's what it is. That's what it is. Because before she showed up, did we have these conversations outside of one or two movies? No. We've had a lot of We haven't. Outside of one or two, these negative, like we're depressed, Elisa's lying on the couch, half asleep. No. Outside of maybe like Iron Man. I'm up, y'all. You don't look happy. You look you look discouraged. You look discouraged. You said no. You said no, 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 like Michael Scott in the office. Oh god. We the only time Yes. The only time we did that before Brie Larson was Iron Man 3, which we're not going to talk about, and maybe two other movies. That's it. Everything else, we were like, okay, we're talking about the movie, blah, blah, blah. Now, all of a sudden, she shows up, and boom, we're just talking. Yeah, this didn't work. I don't know what they're doing. This doesn't work. I don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. This, they're pandering to women. They're pandering to LGBT. See, they're pandering see, to culture. Yeah. It's... <laughs> See, yeah, that's, that's, see, that, see, that's, that's it right there and all these. So it's not so much that like he doesn't know or whatever. It's the, it's the pandering thing. And I feel like it's almost as if he's yeah. trying to run away from white men as much as possible that he's mm. not doing X-Men. I'm just like, he got you, white guilt. Right? He's got white guilt guys. That's what it is. He's yeah, got the white like, man guilt. You yeah, I'm like, you can't do mutants without Professor X. Like, it's called X-Men. Where you think the right. X came? <laughs> Come on now. Like, hey, remember what Mystique him. what remember what Mystique said? <laughs> you remember that? But she said, she know. said, with all the women on our team, Charles, you should change the name to X Women. No. Oh, and she walked out and slammed the door in oh, Professor yeah, X's that was face. So g- <laughs> 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 I think Captain Marvel's gonna say that line. I think she's gonna be like, oh, "Wow, no. you should call you. Guys, we should call you guys X women." Oh That's what no. she's gonna do. But if, but if the prof- if Professor <laughs> X ain't even out here, 
maybe they're not even gonna have it. it's gonna yeah, be called exactly. the, the 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 sea women for carol <laughs> carol women carol Danvers. but but carol's not a mutant though so it's the k women okay, so the k, the k women but I think you guys really a really good point. I saw a TikTok this week actually that was talking about how a lot of the phase four work was rooted in a lot of these white heroes and characters, but like not in their whiteness on like themes of like valor and braveness and strength. And then you have these mm-hmm. characters of color. And it's about like ancient wisdom or ancient whatever, whatever. And it's kind of hard to separate that because that's kind of how how we are and who we are as a culture. And so I think maybe Brie Larson is to blame for all of this like feminist agenda. But I think it's also just how things are to a certain degree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but if you do a mutants, gets my man's <laughs> Professor Charles Xavier. Look, Stop playing the want, games. Look, I do not want a Native American Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do Please. not want a Mexican Wolverine. Oh my god! Right. If you're trying to get, be oh, you're trying to what be comic about, accurate. He's got to be short, five foot. No, he's got to be. If you want to get comic accurate, Chinese Cyclops. Chinese, yeah. Get a Chinese Cyclops out here. <laughs> yo, yo, wait, that yo, might not be good. Yo, yo that's yo. gonna be so bad. Do you even realize that what you one? just said, Ronaldo? <laughs> that out of all of them would be the worst. That would be the worst. The can the that cancellation. Oh, oh yeah. That that's the name of this episode. Oh yeah, that's right. I that was an accident. That was an accident. Oh, um, so we're not titling that episode. We're not titling the episode that. <laughs> oh, we'll just stick with native. We'll just do Native American Wolverine. We'll yeah, just do that. They're not doing that. But, but here's here's something, Rob. What I'm saying is, I don't want if, and I'm not just saying me as like you know uh, a white man who just wants everything. Like no, it. I I I grew up loving these characters. If they mess up Wolverine, I'm done with Marvel. I'm just straight up. I'm <laughs> like, that's that's I'm the in, final straw for him. A, no, because look, I grew no, up. No, that's legitimate. I, I grew I'm, up. I'm there with with a few heroes that I like loved. I loved Batman growing up, and I loved Wolverine growing up. This is before I even know who the X Men was. I mm-hmm. thought anytime I saw every time I saw X Men, it was his picture. I thought his name yep. was X Men. Like literally, when I was younger. <laughs> yeah, I a that. lot of people did. Yeah, yeah. and so. You're gonna go ahead and mess him up. That's why I so love. Rob, what was up? I, I'm I'm done. Go ahead. So Rob, I have a I have a question. I have a question. Uh, I have okay. a question. All right. Yes. This goes back to your earlier point. So here's here's where I kind of agree with you, right? Okay. Here's the thing, because because first of all, the X Men was the first multicultural superhero story told, as far as I know. Yep. I don't know. Maybe it's some dude with no life in the basement that's going to say, nah, Rinaldi, actually, in 1954. The but as far as I know, X-Men was the first... Yeah. As far as I know, X-Men is the first multicultural, multi-gendered, or multi-sexual orientation superhero story. Yeah. Like, the first one. So you don't need to do all that, and Kevin Feige knows that. Yeah. However, here's my question, though. Do you think Kevin Feige is scared to do the comic stories that he knows we both know he knows Mm -hmm. and he's resenting them because he feels like it's attached to whiteness 
So maybe that's the reason why he resents these classic stories that we care about and we want to see on the movie screen. I can. It's because he's attaching it to whiteness. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You might be right. Okay. Uh, But I also cannot speak for Kevin Feige. We were kind of like, you know, guessing. We're speculating, right? Mm -hmm. We're speculating. If if Kevin Feige, I know you're listening. Um. (laughs) <laughs> what people want, what audiences want in these movies, the goons are turning on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're definitely turning on them now. Like f- after Thor: Love and Thunder, they, they start. They some of them are like, they "Yo, what's wrong with yeah. you?" And and, and and so, like, let's take that movie for example, right? Uh, for a lot of people, that movie was very woke, yeah. too woke, right? Um, there was a little bit of wokeness yeah. in in uh, Doctor Strange. There was a lot of wokeness in yeah. Eternals. All I can see is yeah. us going more towards woke than accurate. Even X-Men, I can see it them leaning on a really heavily woke group, right? Or movie. All that being said, yeah. people don't care uh, if a movie is like all black or all like one race. People let me let me let me rephrase that. Yeah. People care about that stuff. Let me rephrase. People care about that stuff. But what is really aggravating is when a movie is just white people and there's no diversity. Let's take your X-Men example, right? The movies that we know of from back when they were at Fox, the majority of them were white actors. And it didn't make sense yeah. for them to just have white heroes when X-Men is multicultural. So why do they just stick to their white heroes, right? So they have an opportunity now yeah. to where they can have a really good blend of all of it and you can just enjoy the movie and not even notice it. There's movies out there that do a great job with that. You can do yeah. that with X-Men, where you can include white people, black people, Hispanic, Asian, like you name it. Everything under the sun with X-Men. But because Kevin Feige, speculate, whatever, we're speculating, is, you know, Spe- speculative. Is running from his color <laughs> and, you know, trying to pander to all these like little corners of the United States... And the world, really, he's trying to pan it to all these corners. He's not only upsetting the core fans, but he's also going to upset his core audience, his, uh, the other corners he's trying to reach. Mm-hmm. And so, in an it, effort it, to Here's the to, problem with that. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, in an effort to try to reach new audiences, he ends up losing them by not pandering to anybody. Not really making a good, solid movie, even if it's X-Men. Hmm. It's- Here's the problem with that. The Marvel TV shows that are on Disney Plus have already done this. Like, let's go, let's go through the list, right? We got we got Daredevil, you know, Karen is a white woman and she has a very prominent role. And she does something with a weapon. I'm not gonna say what, just in case people haven't watched. Like she's using weapons, right? Even though she's a woman, which is good. Right. It's good. It, it's 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 breaking stereotypes. It's breaking down stereotypes. Then we got Jessica Jones. You have a woman that isn't tied down to a man. She's single. She's doing her own thing. You have another woman with her own business, own, and she's the boss. There's no producer going down her throat. You got a black man, and you have a British man, and you have a gay l- lawyer. Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is multicultural. 
Like all of these shows that Kevin Feige pretends don't exist have already done this multicultural, multiple audience thing. And these shows are actually good shows. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why Kevin Feige is pretending these shows don't exist and reinventing the wheel. You don't need to just, just, just do what they did. I think, honestly, (laughs) if I'm being really honest with you, I think it's going beyond the audience they're trying to capture. Um, And I hate to get uh, all conspiracy theorists, but it's not just Kevin Feige and it's not just Marvel. It's it's Disney, really Disney heavy. Um, And this isn't to say that, like, the uh, comic books don't have these either, uh, the stuff that we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, some of the stuff that, that we're that we're going towards looks a lot like some of the stuff that Disney puts in some of their cartoons. And yeah, you know, I'm not really making, I'm not sticking a claim and what I think about all this stuff. This is just what I notice. And mm-hmm. if, uh, if Kevin Foggy is jealous of these other shows that do it very well, then the only reason why I see him holding back is because of other executives, because I agree with you. Like right. if, if he loves these characters and loves these, 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 uh, superheroes, and we've seen what he can do. Like he's given us the Avengers. He's given us yeah. infinity war Endgame. He's given us all of that up until this point. If he loves them yeah. and he wants to keep that going, the only thing I see him hold, being held back by is Disney. Because of then I think service. we need yeah. like the Russos to Possible. really save us because I think they also can understand this and give it to us in a way that isn't yeah. woke or pandering or anything. And I think, too, if you have a show um, like this one that's cent- centered in a major city, it's very easy to get a diverse cast and not shoehorn everyone in. It's like the perfect layup. Um, which is crazy, but hopefully they can figure it out and get their act together. I do not have much hope because that's just the state of the world in Disney right now. But there is one more thing that I wanted to talk about and address before we bring this for a closing. And that is the mid credit scene. Hmm. Mm. She's looking at you, Rinaldi. Oh, no, Rob was pointing. I didn't know if he had oh, anything to say. Oh, no, no, no. I was just saying, yes, we definitely want to talk about that. Oh, okay. That's all. Okay. Yeah, so I, so, I mean, the, the, Can the, someone the describe it pretty for us? straightforward. So, so basically, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Rob. No, 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 you got that because you're, you're the most passionate about this character. <laughs> we see Kamala. What's well, because she, again. Just, just describe the scene. All right. Describe anyway, the so. Because the scene. So Kamala is in her room that's surrounded by. Captain Marvel posters, so that's on Marvel. Um, and she accidentally triggers the bangle and she disappears while her mom is telling her, Do your homework. And then Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, shows up in her place and she's confused and she says, Whoa. And and scene. Yep. What are our thoughts hmm. to this specific scene? Elise, do you have any thoughts? Well, I don't know. Well, first and foremost, she looks skinnier, so I hope she's all right. <laughs> um, so that's one. But, yeah, that didn't yeah. do nothing for me 
I was just like, what? Why are you making a cameo here? Like, just wait for the freaking movie. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to see you right now. So that was what but, I was but the, thinking. I think, I think what's going on here is that she... She's going to... The mom's going to come upstairs and see her and be like, wow! And then... She's going to go off and find her. I think that's how the movie's going to start. Mm. I mean, I Carol guess, runs out of the but... bedroom too, right? She's like trying to figure out. I think so. Yeah. yeah, well, I all I know is that I didn't care for it. <laughs> but I'm like, "Oh, okay, fine." But yeah, so I, I just feel like if you were going to give me a mid credit scene. You should have just gave me something else. So show me what Monica's doing. What's she up to right now? <laughs> like I just don't wanna yeah. see or just that, or just let the or just I, let I the credits roll. It's not it's not the character, it's the actress. If you recasted her, we would be having a very different conversation. You know about who Phase I would love 4. to see actually instead of Brie Larson, um oh now her name escapes me. Jennifer Lawrence. I think she would do a great job. Because I think she has Oh, she was also Mystique, oh. which I think was a mistake. But yeah. I think she has enough like yeah, fan appeal that she could pull it off. And she's like friendly and warm, and the complete opposite of like who I mm. think Brie Larson is. So I think she would have been a better fit, personally. Yeah, but I, See, I think with what Captain you des- Marvel- what you described, what you described is the com- the old version of the character because the old Carol would be Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. It would be. The girl who was Katniss Everdeen. But I think this new version that they're trying to push, that Disney's trying to push, like Brie Larson fits that. Yeah. White, yeah. woke woman um, who leads a feminist w- rally. W- I miss the old Kanye. Remember when people used to say, I'm, remember when people <laughs> said, I miss the old Kanye? <laughs> I miss the old Carol. It's like Kanye all the way. It's like, I miss the old Carol. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I didn't care for the scene. Um, I'll be honest, I was online and I was spoiled on this scene. That's so, on you, bro. I mean, uh, Ooh, sure, I mean, I was, oh, I was, oh, I was, oh, I, mean, I was spoiled on the, got me. Oh. I was, I was, I was spoiled on the mutant thing, not the Car- the Carol yeah. Danvers thing. Yeah, I was spoiled mm. on the Carol Danvers thing. Yeah. And um, I didn't care then. No, I didn't care <laughs> watching it. Like, I just, I don't care. Fair. Um, the, the only thing that I don't understand, and this is just a, a trend with this show, is that it, the show doesn't explain things well. Um, okay, I get that they trade places, mm. right? Why did she turn into a big purple rubber band all of a sudden? Like, she's never done that at all in this TV show, but now she's replacing Carol Danvers and be, by becoming a rubber band. I don't, I don't know. I know that that's, it's a comic the thing. teleportation. But the show does not ever explain that. And no, I hate no dumb no yeah well anyways um yeah I don't care about that scene uh, I I will say um there was uh, these, um oh. she she looks sick she she does look mm-hmm. sick and um I I I'm trying not to think about this but it reminded me of Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. when he was showing up skinnier than usual oh and I'm hoping I'm hoping she's not sick. And wherever she came from, uh, led her to become like maybe it's like hazardous or like something was going on. She was trapped mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. Um, and there's a re- there's an actual story element to why she's that skinny, other than 
something's going oh, nice. on in, in Carol Danvers' life. I hope so. Because mm-hmm. everything we said about uh, Brie Larson. Do you Larson, think she's pl- playing another role in another movie? Yeah, that's my first. That's, that's also, yeah. Because be Christian good. Bale has lost a. Christian Bale yeah. has lost a lot of weight to play other characters. Yep. So. That's the Machinist. Yep. You all seen that? Mm-hmm. Or yep. the Fighter, yeah. even too. Mm-hmm. Crazy. That man's yeah. an actor. Wait, actor. let me let me look this up because I am concerned. Well, yeah, I am while, concerned. While yeah, go ahead, Rob. That up. Um, I saw on Reddit that um, Amon Vellani did an AMA on Reddit. So if you guys are interested in like oh. all the nerdy things that she's into, it's actually kind of a great little. Um, interaction that she had with the fans like um, a lot of people asked her how it felt to be the first mutant in the mcu and she's like oh i feel ecstatic or euphoric um she talks about her relationship with kevin feige and how like um i think someone asked her yeah like can you talk to kevin like if you have any questions or if you're afraid of spoiling things and she said yeah i had an argument with a friend and um, in the first No Way Home trailer, she thought she saw a hobgoblin, and so she texted Kevin and was like, did, did I see that correctly? And he just responded in a gif of Norman um, saying, I'm somewhat of a scientist. And everyone loved that because it's like, oh, Kevin Feige uses memes, and they're like mm. uh, Marvel comic book memes. And it's really interesting. And I'm, I feel like I'm very excited for her to be kind of plucked out of obscurity to become this character and now she has this major role i think i'm very happy for her but like what that means for disney plus and marvel and if they can execute it is very shaky in my mind so Mm. who knows what's going to happen but did you find anything rinaldi i i think i'm looking through her movie roles i think individual projects can be interesting um i just think as a whole phase four just but I think, yeah, like I said, I think we've, you know, Shang-Chi was great. I like Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I just think as a whole, this whole experiment is not working. But she's in Fast 10. So I don't really? know if that has anything to do with it. Mm. Yeah, she's, she she's, I don't know what character she's playing, but she just, I think they're filming right now. Yeah, they're filming Fast 10. So I don't know if that has anything to do with it. I hope. Because I don't want her to have any health issues, just because I disagree with her. Why didn't they name? Why didn't they name the Fast and Furious movie Fast Ten Your Seatbelt? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> they could. Oh my gosh. Get in contact with the Rocks people. Yo, hit, hit me up, Marvelous Friends Pod. If you know and there's no. <laughs> I'm here all day. There's there's no news about health issue is just yeah she's doing this movie i feel like um probably wouldn't be but then again chadwick there was no news yeah Yeah, chadwick didn't release anything i think what her upcoming roles will kind of give us a a window into maybe her health status but i don't think if she was really sick that would be out there Mm. um but who knows i think justin bieber came forward and says he has like facial paralysis um and so some people are private some people are open um but if you guys have no more thoughts to share, we do have some something else to talk about, which is our rankings. QR theme song. <laughs> and so we are going to rate this show. Is this the six? How many shows? Yeah. 
Seventh. Seventh. Seventh Marvel Disney yeah. Plus show. Rinaldi with the quickness. Yeah. Wow. And so, Rinaldi, if you can read off for us, please, our rankings of the previous shows. Start from the bottom. Please. <laughs> All right. From the bottom. Started from the bottom. I'm here. Um, so, Loki is the first show at the bottom. And then we have What If... The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, and last but obviously not least, especially when it comes to Elise, WandaVision. <laughs> Thank you for that. That's wow. a that's a compliment. That is a compliment. <laughs> that is that is not shade. Amazing. Well, yeah, WandaVision was what held it down really for for Disney Plus. If they didn't have that, this would be a massive failure. Um, so where do we feel Miss Marvel falls yeah. in this scale? Is it first? Is it last? Slap it right De- at the dead bottom. Dead last. <laughs> dead last. Remember when I said I dead would last. watch Loki before I watch this again? <laughs> this is dead last. We have no naysayers. If the choice was Loki and Hawkeye back to back or Miss Marvel and I'll buy you lunch. <laughs> I'm watching Loki and Hawkeye back to back. Even if a friend of mine that offered me lunch as you know, we'll sit down, eat lunch and watch Miss Marvel and and he would pay for me. I would still just do Hawkeye and Loki back to back. I think I'm with you, bro. Uh, I'm with you, man. I I agree with you guys. I think this might be our first unanimous decision. (laughs) That's, and that's we came crazy. to it fairly quickly. Put it at the bottom. Under the jail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shout out you know, to Vellani. This is you. the opposite of the movie list. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, this is not your fault. If you are listening, this is not your fault. Talk to the writers. Let them know how we feel. And if they do... Um, if, if If you show up again... You know things would be better because, but but it's not your fault. Or you know, keep your head up high. Keep doing your thing. Yeah, well, Captain Marvel's at the bottom of our movie list too, isn't it? Yep. Yes, but that was a debate. That that was, but that was a debate because I think. Oh yeah, because I thought Ant Man the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp was pretty bad. That was like it. It got to a point where Rob was like, "Wait, what's going on in this movie, Rinaldi?" <laughs> yeah, it was bad. That movie was very but, bad. But Captain Marvel. But we also know. But I think the difference. But here's the difference. The difference. Miss Marvel is a kid show, so it was just it was just much easier for me <laughs> to put this for me. I'm talking about myself. It was so, a kid show with no tension, like nothing, like nothing. Oh, I so where at least if <laughs> if Brie Larson if Brie Larson was recasted, I think we would have a very different conversation about Captain Marvel. I got, I got a question for y'all now. Mm. So you, you got you got you got two options: TVs, t- the TVs on, and so are you gonna watch Miss Marvel? Or are you going to switch the channel and watch Captain Marvel? Which of the two? If both Captain Marvel. On TV? Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. What's the runtime for Miss Marvel? 
Oh, I don't know. I think all six. That's I mean, what an hour. It's it's probably three and a half hours. No, it's like three and a half hours. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's a lot of time. It's it's only three and a half hours. Samuel L. Jackson. There's conflict, guys. There's actual conflict with um, them trying to get to um, Maria, Maria, the the mother of Monica Rambeau. At least, at least. She cares about Monica. We like Monica. There we go. We get, she's trying to... She's fine for Monica. Now, Brie Larson does a terrible job portraying that, <laughs> but that's something. I don't know what Miss Marvel's fighting for. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> What's she fighting for? Ooh, she she Captain, fighting to give a speech Captain to the Marvel, villain? Captain, Captain, <laughs> Captain Marvel is a very long two hours and four minutes. I will watch Captain Marvel twice before... <laughs> Before I watch Miss Marvel again, oh I'm sorry. My what? God. I'm yeah. sorry. Because, look, <laughs> okay, okay. I need, at least, I need. Wait, I need, twice? No, yes, twice. Tw- you heard me. Yes, twice. So I need to know, though. But I thought. I need to know. Are there variables with this? Can I can I have my favorite snack? Can I pause? Go go do something. Come back. Can I work on something while this is on? Am I am I free to do any of that? I mean, you could you could prepare some snacks or whatever. In terms yeah. of like pausing, I don't know. Pause, I think right? it might. Do, yeah, no, no pausing. Yeah. Right, no but pause. like you know, if you if you want to eat something. Uh, that's fine. I mean, I'm eating something regardless. But, Rob, but I'm not going to enjoy Rob, my, I'm not gonna enjoy a, my popcorn about, if I'm watching Miss Marvel. What about likable characters? What? What about likable characters? You always preach about likable characters. <laughs> I do. And I do. Not and being annoying and being charismatic. Brie Larson is not... She a robot. Yeah. And and I I like... Miss Marvel, I like Kamala, right? I like her character, but that's the only character in this kids show. This this show is not made for me. It's not. That's like that's like that's like that's like me debating whether or not I. uh, And this is two extreme examples, but it's like you know, Rob. What do you want to watch? Do you want to watch? Oh my gosh. What Co- Coco Melon? Do I want to watch? <laughs> thank you, thank you. Perfect. Do I want to watch Coco Melon or Dune? <laughs> you know, Dune. you know what I mean. I'm watching Dune now. If you ask me, Dune is a very long and somewhat boring movie, but it's made for an adult, and there's things in that movie that I can appreciate. Coco got Melon, Hans Zimmer. and you got Hans Zimmer. Say less. In yeah, in yeah. in Captain Marvel, you have uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Say less. Samuel L. Jackson uh, will will defeat any cast or whatever in this Miss Marvel show, even Miss Marvel herself. Like I will watch Samuel L. Jackson, even though they butchered his character. I'll watch him. <laughs> but I, I'm did. only but but, but, but you're asking was, me. But you're likeable. asking me if I'm going to say he was likable in the movie. Sure, but you're asking me if I'm going to sit for two hours. I said twice, but. If I'm going to sit for two hours watching Captain Marvel versus like three and a half, four hours of Miss Marvel, it's the, it's the equivalent to watching Dune and like five hours of Coco Melon. I'm not watching five yeah. hours of Coco Melon. <laughs> you go crazy. <laughs> I will go crazy. Yeah, you would. Forget just letting you know, our children are not watching Coco Melon. Oh, absolutely Coco not. It's a very... PBS kids only, yes. bro. Put on Arthur. Put on Arthur. <laughs> I see. 
Yeah, Arthur's a yeah. better show for kids. It, it's actually better than Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I'd <laughs> actually, wa- I'd watch, watch Arthur, Arthur for five hours that over Miss Marvel. Has a story yeah. arc and tension. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's more tension than Arthur than there is in the show. Yeah. DW and her ass. Yo, Mr. Ratburn. Yo, Miss Mr. Ratburn is a better villain than Najma. That's correct. That is correct. I was afraid of that man. Yo, that's so funny. You have to set the kids straight. That's it. No nonsense. Sense really in this classroom, Miss Marvel up against Arthur. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. show alone, you have one yeah. Ziggy Marley. That's, yeah. that's a bop. Yeah, yeah, Ziggy bop. Marley. Yeah, that's a bop. That's a bop right Ooh. there. <laughs> now, now, if you if you ask me, am I watching Dune or Arthur? I'm more likely. I'm like, you know what? I'll watch some Arthur. Put on some Arthur. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, you know? get some cereal. Yeah. Now, now it's now it's a matter of like, all right, what mood am I in? <laughs> you know, am I in like? Yeah. Do I can I turn my brain off? Can I like enjoy my? Or do I have to like you know study this art piece? Like which one am I? Which one do I want to do? Oh my god! But you, there's nothing that Miss Marvel versus Captain Marvel. I know it's, <laughs> it's not a no brainer, but if I get to get my freedom back after two hours, I'm gonna get my freedom back. <laughs> Marvel. Marvel, Captain Marvel. Yeah, that that explains why you prefer movies over shows. That because if it's bad, that is yeah, making me realize you have a strong. Yeah, yeah. If it's but if a TV show's bad, you don't, If a TV show's bad, you don't know what the next episode is, so you have to watch the next episode. And yeah. I hate that. Like I, I'd rather watch yeah. a really an incredibly good movie that will stick with me for the rest of my life. And if the movie's bad, all right, cool. I just wasted two hours of my life versus like, right. you know, watching a TV show that is bad probably from the jump and all the it's way through. Just, and I just wasted it's like harder 18 hours. to find good movies, though. That's the only problem. I agree with you that I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, it is. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even in front that I I agree with you. Mm. Guys, I have something corny. I want to confess. Oh, all right. Go like for it. And then we'll land oh. this plane. So Miss Marvel was three hours and forty five minutes of a waste of time. But at least I got to waste that time with you guys. You know what? Because you're my on friends. that note, we'll wrap up the episode. Let us know your thoughts on Miss Marvel. <laughs> Drop a Pakistani flag in our comments. Let us know you listen to this episode. We want to hear from you and support us financially because we're broke. We are reporting live from our underground bunker. We need to move. So thank you for listening. <laughs> Well, that's our discussion. Uh, let us know what you think of everything we talked about in this episode. You can write to us by emailing marvelousfriendspod at gmail.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail. That number is 617-299-6644. Let us know about everything that you've heard in this episode. Or if you want to say hi to us, that's fine too. Marvelous Friends is available on Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. To our Apple Podcast listeners, write us a review and let us know your thoughts. For more fun, unexpected, and low-key ratchet Marvel content, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Marvelous underscore pod. You can also like Marvelous Friends Pod on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get updates on all our latest uploads and behind-the-scene content. Links to all of these platforms and more are in the show notes of this episode below. This is the Marvelous Friends Podcast.